What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Urban Alchemy Podcast, brought to you by the Pitch Podcast Network, your number one destination for pop culture, news, and entertainment. I'm Eric Hawthorne. And I'm Jim Banks. And we wanted to give a very special shout out to our listeners, and we really appreciate your continued support. First, in order to keep up with us, please take a moment to like, subscribe, and share the show. Also, for our Facebook users, search Urban Alchemy on Facebook and join the community. It's interactive, growing, and you'll be able to receive the most up-to-date information on the podcast and what we're doing here in the Kansas City area. All right, bro. Last time we talked about the Calhoof videos that I was that YouTube told me to watch. Now, actually, I sat there and watched the whole goddamn video also. Okay, so what did you think? It's weird, and, and you're right. It's, it's, it's oddly cathargic. It's, it's very... You just get wrapped into it, and it's just like... I started doing more research on it. Like, do you know right. donkey hooves never stop growing? Yes. Uh, I know that now because Lord YouTube told me to search. It's it's crazy the way it just pops up and it's just like you might also be interested in weird animal facts. Okay, so I think Lord YouTube knew that like I was kind of done with the cow hoof like shaving video. So it redirected me to like BBC Earth and like penguins and stuff like that. Like I did not know that pelicans were like carnivorous and like ate the young of other birds and stuff. I've been actually, uh, thanks to your YouTube, <laughs> like my algorithm has totally shifted to like nature. Right. And because YouTube knows I'm a black man, they put me in line with this brother named Hood Nature. Uh-huh. And he tells these, uh, it's it's crazy. I think he's like a TikTok person, but it's like these compilations on, on YouTube. And he just right. gives these weird facts like koalas are like, they 92% of them have chlamydia. Really? Yes, and you can catch it by holding like you're not supposed to hold koalas because you they'll because you can you. get the clap. Yeah, and they'll give okay. you chlamydia. And Interesting. The majority of female koalas are lesbians. So koala clap. Yeah, it's <laughs> okay. a real thing. Like, and they're dumb. They're stupid. Like they eat eucalyptus, which is poisonous. They're only the only animal that eats eucalyptus. Uh huh. And if you were to take the eucalyptus leaves off the tree and put it on a plate and put it in front of them, they will literally starve to death. Really? Yes, because they only eat them off of the tree, so they don't know what they are on a plate. That's really interesting. Like, I've learned... Okay, there is this geese, this goose. Okay, this pair of... Like, this breed of geese that live in a remote part of the world, right? Mm -hmm. And so what they do is... I think they're called boulder geese. I'm not completely sure. I have to check with Lord YouTube later. Okay, so what they do is they... They uh, build their nests really high up uh, in rocky mountains, et cetera, et cetera. So basically they do that to avoid predators. But when the eggs hatch, the geese look at them on the second day. The parents, they just they go down like hundreds and hundreds of feet. They just jump out of the nest. OK. And they're like, all right, well, we're not going to feed you. You have to figure out how to get down here. And mind you, these geese. These baby geese are flightless. They don't know how to fly. They have they they're they're starved and everything. But on the third day, if the parents don't do this, the birds will essentially die. The babies will die. So they have to drop 400, 200 feet down to where the parents are on the ground so they can go eat. So the bird, the baby bird jumps out of the nest just like like it's skydiving okay and then you're like wow this is phenomenal this bird is going to you know just descend down to the ground and you know safely with its parents no so the geese has multiple children 
because the strongest survive all the jagged rocks by hitting the rocks. <laughs> wow. So, but on the second day of life, basically, if they, if, they, if I mean, well, they have to do this while they're young because their bones are soft and malleable. They're full of fluff and everything. So when I was watching this video, I was like, wow, this is amazing. And it's like playing this epic music of the bird, you know, going with its will and determination and all of a sudden just smacks against the side of the cliff and then it doesn't smack just once it goes it's like a cartoon it goes boom 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 and continues this for like five minutes and then you're like wow that pretty much sucked but the bird survives but not all its siblings do so look it up See, that, that reminds me of like joining a fraternity because it's like you can make the, the nest lower, right. but you're like, I had to do this. So Whoa. you, you got to do this too. No, but it, the no. survivor is the one who gets fucked up. No, but it's crazy. Like the British narrator, narrator, his name is, uh, I think it's David, David Atterbury or something like that. But he's a very popular narrator for the BBC. BBC yeah. And he's just like the perfect launch. He's falling down. But oh no. And then all in of a the sudden, shadows. what's there lurking? <laughs> it's a predator. And then you know how you, you were telling me fast. a while ago that the baboons take the baby lions. Yeah, baby lions. Like I saw that for the first time. I was like, okay, they take them up to the tree and they just throw them out. Throw them out. Yeah, and it's crazy in Africa. There's all kinds of like these get like uh, hyenas kill lions on site. Right. If they're like outnumbering them, they don't eat the lion. They mm -hmm. just know that's the apex predator they have right. to kill. Same thing with lions and hyenas. They hate hyena meat but they know they gotta kill these sons of bitches on sight hey man it's crazy like i was looking at uh something called a shoe bill shoe bill sword those things dinosaurs those are no there's something more that looks like a dinosaur it it's like in a muppet it's in, yes it does the shoe bill does yeah, look like bird. a muppet living breathing big and th the way they raise do you know how they raise their yeah they let them they let them duke Fight. it yeah, out exactly. it's, it's strong survival of the fittest like they will feed the strongest child, give the strongest child uh, water, yeah. etc., and let the other one just wither away, basically. Yeah. But uh, there's something in Australia, I think it's called like a cassowary or something like that. This thing looks like a oh, dinosaur. Oh, the uh, thing with the claws. It looks yes. like a raptor. It looks like, yeah, yes. literally. I remember Steve Irvin got chased by that motherfucker. And <laughs> really? I was just like, if the crocodile hunter is like, I ain't fucking with that bird. <laughs> that should let you know. Yeah, they're, they're legitimate dinosaurs that live. But that's where raptor comes from. Have you ever seen, uh, done research on like the terror bird? I'm talking about the actual the the bird that's it's extinct. The pterosaur. Yeah. Well, no, it's not a pterosaur. It's a terror. It's just called a terror bird. It's like a just imagine a scary ostrich that's like. Okay, you think? Okay, you're talking about the actual. Uh, it's an actual I bird. Not yeah. Not well. It lived thousands of years ago yeah, in, in South shit. America, okay? And uh, basically, this thing was like a scary ostrich. Yeah. So it has a huge, giant beak that it pecks its um, prey to death. So what it, they said that it, its locomotion was really fast, so it would run up beside its prey, kick it or peck it to death, or just knock it out with its humongous beak. So, yeah, these living raptors and all that, they're pretty pretty intense fucking frightening did you know that there are uh, polar bear grizzly bear hybrids no i did not oh that fucked my whole day up really like 
the polar because of the fucking global warming polar bears are starting to move south and they're breeding with grizzly bears right. and they're making these fucking hybrids mm-hmm. that have the fucking strength of a grizzly bear and the speed of a polar bear oh, yeah, and they can survive in, in either uh, sub-zero temperatures or regular temperatures <laughs> and it's like why aren't we killing these sons of bitches on site they're protected no we shouldn't be they're cruel to abominations animals. no no what after oh and they're not asexual either like ligers Okay. So they can reproduce. That's interesting. But like this whole thing. Fuck these light-skinned bears. We need to get rid of them. That's not very kind of you. No, they're killing machines. Like polar bears are this world's the worst killing machines. We got to eliminate all of them. No, dude. Like for real. Like the penguins. I was like, oh, look at these cute, cuddly penguins and stuff like that. But like I didn't know that an abandoned penguin, like like basically, you know how we adopt children because we're like, oh, we feel sorry for them. Well, Animals in the king, animal kingdom do this as well. Okay, whether it's elephants, I saw, I saw an elephant jack a mother elephant for her calf. Okay, like straight up beat up the other elephant and took her, took her kid. But the problem is the baby elephant starves and dies because there's no milk. Okay, so with penguins. This cute little penguin has lost both of his parents, whether out to sea or whatever. So it's just sitting there running around scurrying cute. And then like six mother penguins come through and try to adopt this baby, like put it in their pouch or whatever. But the penguin's trying to get away, the baby penguin. But then like they make it all seem like all lovey-dovey, like, oh, it's so cute. But then they're like, and then David Attenborough is like, yes, but unfortunately, the baby penguin is smothered to death because <laughs> they just like jump on top of the penguin. Yeah, they also uh, they have gay male penguins and they'll straight up kill a female penguin and take the baby. I did not know that. It is crazy. Uh, killer whales are also the most awful animals. In the no. Water. Okay. Before you get to that, so I was like, oh man, you know the baby penguins, you know, or the penguins or whatever get eaten by the sea lions and i was like oh that's horrific but then you see that the <laughs> the orcas come through and just decimate the sea lions and just toss them around and just, just being assholes yeah just for fun just for to fun think there, there was a specific reason and i was just like it's just for fun yep they are the best like they're the only aquatic animal that kills specific animals for specific things yes like and they eat shark they kill sharks only for the liver uh-huh. they uh, kill baby blue whales only for the tongue I did not know that I did watch some orcas hunt another smaller whale for two hours like they hunt it yeah, for two hours two- slam on them. yep and they tire them and then they flip them over oh, upside down yeah. you know how smart you have to be to like just flip another animal on that's what i was going to say they also develop specific hunting methods like right. if a seal is on a piece of ice mm-hmm. they will three of them will swim and then specifically break at a certain moment to make a wave right. and knock it off and then they'll let it get back on the ice and they'll keep doing it until it's just too tired and i'll just let it let them eat it but yeah, they they do that. They do that with sharks because once the shark goes upside down, it's paralyzed. Hmm. And somehow I've they know that. that. That's that's really strange. Yeah, but these things are murderers. Like Killer Well is the best name for these sons of bitches. <laughs> Why do you act like they're the lowest and most deplorable of society? They are the literally like like murderers. Like if these people, if these were living, breathing people, they would right. be like those are serial killers. Right. 
they enjoy killing baby seals. Mm-hmm. Like being a seal is the worst life ever because you get eaten. I didn't know like uh, seagulls actually uh, will pluck out the eyes of a baby seal and eat it. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's yeah. This is this has been very interesting. Yeah, for me, me, just... me and Eric are going back to our roots. <laughs> We're rediscovering our roots of right. randomness. That's truly random. Just because, uh, well, like I said, Lord YouTube has mandated that I watch these Animal Kingdom videos or whatnot. I I look forward to what else Lord YouTube tells yeah, me to write. Look up all this look. stuff. It's true. Uh, last week you weren't here, so I got to talk about a few few movie trailers. Okay. Uh, since you won Karen, uh, the one entitled Karen, yeah, uh, which is a horror movie, and I like it. I really like the premise. This is one of those movies we could have thought up. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 the uh, riveting tale of a, of a of a white woman who likes to uh, bother people for no obvious reason. And you know, I thought it was a skit at first, but then it was just like, oh, this shit is actually real. That's a great movie premise. One of those movie premises where it's just like, that's so original. Why didn't I think of that? But I actually do think I want to watch that. Mm, well, I'm not quite sure if I'll watch it or not, but. I know you won't. It looks like a really bad get out to me. Did you see the second Suicide Squad trailer? The one centered, centered around Idris Elba's yeah. character? Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're doing the dead shot play for play now. Well, it's kind of it's really weird because originally he was going to be cast as Deadshot, but then Will Smith, his buddy, he didn't want to step on his toes, so he's like, "Oh well, Deadshot as Will Smith may come back." I'm, I'm like, "Do we even care? Why? Why? Yeah, exactly. Why?" So they're just like, "Well, we'll just make him another character with the exact same backstory." backstory and he has a daughter. He dark. shoots guns. He's black. Right. He's got a helmet. So it's just like, I guess. But what if he his he has another power and that's shape-shifting and he just shape-shifted into, into Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, and, and into, you know, Will Smith at the end of the movie or something. They already transformed into a black man from the comics, so. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Why not? But it looked good. I really liked it, but I just can't stop thinking about the first Suicide Squad. Right. How good that trailer looked. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna wait. I should wait till this actually comes out on video before I go waste my hard-earned money. Speaking of wasting part of money, I saw Black Widow. What did you think about it? I wasn't, you know, I wanted to like Black Widow because I those are my favorite Marvel movies, like the down to earth, gritty kind of spy espionage, Winter Soldier type feel. Even like the Daredevil Netflix series feel, like not too over the top. But this one, I feel like they they kind of jumped the shark. Really? Why is that? Uh, okay, so where do we start off? So, to start off, Black Widow, I was really looking forward to because uh, they just let you know it's going to be so many unanswered questions. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Budapest. What happened in Budapest? Right. Uh, which they cheaped us out. She just talks about Budapest with a short flashback. Mm-hmm. Like, they describe Budapest, which sounds fucking amazing. I wanted to see that in a movie. When she's talking about me and Hawkeye were pinned down in a building for two days. We had to fight our fight out for two days out of a building Mm -hmm. with like hundreds of guards and i'm like that sounds fucking amazing Mm -hmm. instead they give you this this whole women being controlled storyline and taskmaster spoiler alert if you haven't seen this movie yet there's gonna be a rant uh (laughs) you know how i feel about fucking with established characters especially great villains like fucking the mandarin from iron man 3 they did this with taskmaster okay so taskmaster in the comics is a man Mm -hmm. who is has this uh muscle memory so he can if he were to see you fight he'd automatically know how to count 
he knows how you move and you know just how to fuck you up based off your own movies. Mm-hmm. And he's like one of the best fighters in the Marvel universe. And in this movie, they decide to make Taskmaster a woman, mm-hmm. which I don't have a problem with until she takes the helmet off and they superimpose a woman's head on a man's body, and it just looks ridiculous. Okay, so why did they do that? What was the purpose of that? So in Budapest, uh, Natasha was supposed to assassinate the director of the Red Room. Uh-huh. And she puts a bomb in his office, and his daughter is like goes in the office. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like the scene from Scarface where he has the choice to you know kill the congressman and his daughters, but he doesn't. But she doesn't. She's Hold like, up. Am I going to get my black card revoked? I've never seen Scarface. You don't need to see it. It's not, okay. It's not like a good thing. But no, uh, she kills. She uh, she thinks she kills this daughter, which is a huge, uh, big. As soon as they said that, I'm like, the daughter's still alive, and I was like, this fucking daughter better not be Taskmaster. And of course, it's Taskmaster. I'm just like, this makes no sense because the whole movie, you know, it's a man, like it's a tall butch person, and she takes the helmet off. I'm like, that's so fucking stupid. That's not how bodies work. And then it's just like, this is fucking Marvel. Like you can afford good CGI. I know you can. Well, but, of course they can afford good CGI. They de-aged Robert Downey Jr. and it was very convincing. As very well, great, as uh, as well as Michael Douglas. And didn't they do that with Michelle Pfeiffer as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah, and Batman too. But yeah, yeah, they could afford it. So the fact that it took two years for this movie to come out and they still had bullshit like that, I did not like. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's things I liked. I liked uh, Red Guardian, the character Red Guardian, the guy who plays in Stranger Things. He was dope. And uh, the new Black Widow um, with the blonde hair, Yelena Belova. Mm-hmm. Character name, I don't know. Something. Florence Pugh. The okay. actress's name. I believe I remember that. No, she was really good too. Uh, I'd say uh, the, the thing I really didn't like the most was Black Widow and Taskmaster. Like, it just. Two things I was looking forward to the most going into this movie is the two things that they pretty much deprived me of. Right. So it was. It was not good I, I, I would have gave it a, a six maybe even a six and a half if mm-hmm. they didn't do the Taskmaster shit and it, it's a lot but that, but that bumped it down yeah it definitely you. lost the okay. point but the story also was just like I didn't like this whole uh, subplot of the Black Widow program being hijacked and it's like these women are super spies that you pretty much indoctrinated since mm-hmm. birth they don't need to be brain controlled by fucking red dust or whatever you guys are saying is doing it like, it would have made more sense. It would have meant more if it would have just been people making decisions. Now, okay, so it has a bit of a nonsensical plot or whatnot. Here's a MacGuffin. Yeah, a MacGuffin. this brain control uh, dust that's controlling uh-huh. the Black Widow. So I'm like, you don't need that. These women have already been brainwashed. They've already been in this super, you know, spy program since they were little kids. Like, you don't need to use fucking mind control. So... At the end of this film, does it set it up for a Black Widow sequel? Not the Even Black though- Widow sequel. They set it up for a spinoff with Yelena Belova. Oh, okay. So pretty much they're putting together Thunderbolts. Um, All right. You didn't watch Falcon and Winter Soldier, did you? No, I have not. Okay. I haven't watched any of the Marvel shows. So pretty much they're setting up the Dark Avengers or the Thunderbolts. Okay. Uh, there's a the Nick Fury is a character named. Uh, her name is Madame Hydra in the comics. Okay. Valentina Contessa Fontaine. Okay. And she's pretty much putting together the group. So at the end of Falcon Winter Soldier, the guy who plays U.S. Agent gets recruited by her. And at the mm-hmm. end of this one, uh, Yelena 
Belova becomes the new Black Widow and gets mm-hmm. recruited. So they're putting together like pretty much Suicide Squad Avengers. Mm-hmm. But they're doing it right, unlike the other Suicide Squad, where you just cram everybody together. And it's just like, I don't know these characters, so I don't care. Mm-hmm. And Marvel's slowly building this up, which I love. And taking their time on it. Um, but yeah, it's just all a lot of stuff I didn't care for. Uh, have you ever seen The Americans? Mm-hmm. It's a great show. Uh, it's just pretty much about a sleeper cell living in America. Uh, there's Russian spies living in America mm-hmm. after the Cold War. And I was just like, you have pieces of media out there like that where you can build off. Why would you just waste it? This whole movie was just a waste. And who told you it was going to be that way? Yeah, but you hate most things. So no, I don't. I don't hate do. most things. You okay? What movies have you been excited about? Eric? What movies? Yes. What films? I just we just talked about the Suicide Squad. That was you excited? Yes. Okay. Candyman. We talked about that. Yes, Candyman is. Yeah, you were excited about that one. Okay. That one. But yeah, you don't get excited about very many movies. I get my hopes up. I allow myself the childish wonder to take take hold, and then it's just like, no, it's a letdown. No, I really thought they, they could have made a good movie. That's why I was telling you, like, this should have been a good movie. Right. Like, on the surface, all everything you need has already been laid, so for you to fuck it up at this point is just you being lazy. Well, as you know, I'm I'm not a fan of all the Marvel films. I, like, I thought I might like Black Widow, but after watching some of the you know, background information. It didn't seem too particularly interesting because I do like those smaller contained Marvel films. Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, Iron Man 1. I really enjoy those films. But, you know, the bloated films I don't typically like. Avengers, Endgame, I absolutely did not like whatsoever. I did like Infinity War, though. So. It's like Endgame. Endgame is great. It was long and bloated for no reason. Uh, the Russos had talked about time travel wouldn't be the answer to undoing the snap, and essentially it was the whole crux, crux of the of movie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I think they could have came up with a better explanation on how to undo the snap. It just it wasn't good. I liked it. It, it, no. it, it pulled off time travel without being too convoluted. I, I liked it. It was cool on my account. Black Widow was just lazy. It was just like, I don't know what they were doing. Mm. There's so many things they could have done, and they just didn't. I'm just like, wow. Well, maybe you will take heed to my word and my advice and my opinion later on. I for the am, next movie. Yeah, only thing I'm really looking for Marvel-wise is play. Um, well, I don't know about Blade. I, I I think it will be good, but I don't know how PG-13. you make a Blade movie PG thirteen. I think they're doing a disservice to the character. Um, well, Disney is also making Deadpool rated R still. Are they? Mm-hmm. That's what that's what the reports are that it's still going to be rated R. Mm, I don't know how they're going to do that. It's not. It's going to be. I don't think it's going to be in the MCU. Okay. Yeah. I don't think Blade should be in the MCU. I think they just need to go full blown. And this is what I like they're doing is with the whole uh, multiverse. Like mm. they're doing like the uh, you you haven't watched Loki yet. No, I have not. Uh, so pretty much Loki and what they're going to be doing and what if like they're really uh, WandaVision like they're really broadening the multiverse. Like that's what the crux of the Doctor Strange two is going to be about. Somehow that's what. what 
Spider-Man's going to be about because he's talking about Tobey Maguire and right. Andrew Garfield coming back. I mean, so it's uh, like they're doing Alfred Medina, I think that's the actor's name, who played Doc, Dr. Octopus. Yeah, he's he's back. back. So um, I would assume that Tobey Maguire is going to be back automatically. I've heard um, William Dafoe. Uh, people who have said they've seen the leaked uh, trailer say William Defoe's in the trailer. I mean, I would or like, the voice of William Defoe. That's fine. I think, although <laughs> looking back, watching the previous Spider-Man films, the Raimi Spider-Man, William Defoe, his costume is so incredibly stupid. <laughs> somebody, somebody, uh, whatever I was listening to, the leaked report said they improved the Goblin costume, like they removed the mouth. Well, there is one particular goblin costume. I know they have the animatronic goblin costume that like I don't. Cool. Yeah, but there's one goblin costume that just it looks more hobgoblinish, yeah, yeah. but it's really good. I wish they would would have went with that, and you know, but I think that this film was supposed to be kind of quirky, more kid friendly or whatnot. But you know, if Willem Dafoe's back, that's great. Um, if we already know J. Jonah Jameson as, you know, J.K. Simmons. He'll be back. I think that's awesome. Um, so, you know, the more people that they can cram in from the Raimi Spider-Verse would be great. But I don't understand why they're bringing Jamie Foxx back. Uh, yeah, he's supposed to come back as Electro. I was just why? about to say, who are they going to bring back from? Yeah, Electro. Because uh, they don't really have too many villains from that. Except for uh, the Lizard. I believe he died in the first one. Yeah, but I don't understand you're acting like Electro's character was something significant. They're not putting the blue paint on him. They're going to just let him be James Fox. Okay, that's it. That's interesting. I think this time is going to be better because of all the hate. But yeah, I think they're going to do this like inside the Spider-Verse thing, which I think is going to also broaden out into like the multiverse. Like They're going to probably bring in the X-Men from the Fox universe or Deadpool so they can be like, yeah, we have these separate entities, but they're not into our main product. Right. I'm mainly I'm mainly uh, excited about not necessarily Marvel, but DC. I'm really excited to see this uh, Batman. I'm well, Batman coming into the DC universe. Michael Keaton's Batman. So the Flash movie is kind of starting to pique my interest. You know, something that I thought that really was going to fall by the wayside just for the simple fact that Ray Fisher had left the project of Cyborg and we know that you know Cyborg is a critical piece to the Flashpoint paradox so you know them putting in so it's Thomas Wayne yeah that that's the interesting part so I think they're just going to go full blown you know yeah I think Bruce Wayne from 89 is going to be the Thomas Wayne yeah kind of but uh, I forget the name who the guy who played uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan. Yeah, from The Walking Dead mm-hmm. uh, would have been an amazing Thomas Wayne. Yeah, but I don't think this. You know, he's got that grizzled. I don't give a fuck. Like comedian and Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I want Thomas Wayne just to be some crazy old guy shooting people because your son got murdered. Like that's what I wanted to see. And Jeffrey D. Morgan would have pulled that off amazing. Don't get me wrong. I'm still super excited to see Michael Keaton. 
Uh, but probably ben Affleck's got, getting into shape, uh, being in the movie. He's going to be in the movie as well. I mean, that's interesting. I mean, technically, we got, we got what, three Batman floating around here in the DC. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. I, I would have loved it if they could have pulled, you know, hey, let's get fucking Pattinson. Let's get fucking Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Let's get right. Keaton. Let's pull all these people together and do something that nobody's ever seen before. But they don't want to, they just play it safe. Yeah, well, we'll see what. Flash, when the fucking, they did a crossover and Ezra Miller was in the Flash TV show. For like yeah, I do cameo, remember that. And I was just like, that's dope. Do more stuff like that. Well, I heard that in the reception wasn't that positive. Like, it was kind of a weak introduction. That's because people wanted him to be in the, the show. But it was just like, for a, for a viewer, that's just something cool. Because mm-hmm. it's like, he's going one way, you're going one way. We don't really have to explain what's going on here. Right. You know, they can even throw that into the Flashpoint Paradox while he's going through the time stream. That's right. when he runs into him. But it, it's just cool little things like that. I, I'm, I don't need to see a whole movie with, you know, uh, fucking patents. I'd pop them up somewhere like you're doing multiverse stuff just let us see some stuff well everybody's doing the multiverse I think that DC is essentially doing their multiverse because they need to reboot it because yeah. it's so just jumbled and everywhere they're doing soft reboots of Suicide Squad with the same actors of the last movie but not the same actors not necessarily the same characters so you know it's just really confusing right now so they need to just figure out what they're doing since they're doing uh, a shared cinematic universe. Yeah, they're going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think James Gunn's going to do a great job. Everybody else, I have no idea. I have no faith whatsoever for any Black Adam, none of that. I think that's all going to be. Um, yeah, Black one. Adam might be good just for the simple fact The Rock has been so dedicated to the character for so long. I don't think he's going to allow that movie to really not be good i think it's going to have a lot of input yeah you know. I, I think star power he's going to definitely you know bring put butt butts in seats but i don't think it's going to be something we look back on okay and say, oh yeah that was one of the definitive DC. i mean i don't i don't think so either because shazam his counterpart is not a definitive dceu uh movie Ooh, yeah so I mean, it did good with the kids. And yeah, it just, the best they can do is mediocre at this point. Aquaman, Wonder Woman. Mediocre at that point. Yep, uh, Wonder Woman 2 was not great to me, so. And I still have yet to really see Aquaman. I've seen bits and pieces of it, and it was serviceable for what it was, but, you know, I mean, we'll have to really see. I mean, I'm, I'm more. I'm practicing a little bit of trepidation to getting excited about comic book films. I'm not ex- as excited as I used to be about them. No, I understand. I'm the same way. Um, now with the theaters opening back up, we are starting to see a little bit more um, studios trying to get some some people excited. And mm-hmm. I feel just like after this last year, it's going to be tough to get people in those seats. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what is going to be on the horizon in terms of our beloved comic book movies. Uh, any other movies you're excited for outside of the comic book sphere? No, sir. Not at the moment. Just Candyman. So nothing really that piques my interest at this time. I think. What about yourself? Yeah, same. Just waiting for Candyman and Halloween Kills. And that's about it. 
Not a whole lot going on. I'm looking forward to. Yeah, hopefully, you know, we'll start seeing some great trailers, start to get our interest. But at this time, I'm just kind of like, just hand me my YouTube videos of penguins. Well, I, th I think uh, September, October, we're going to start. I know DC, actually, uh, probably earlier, DC and Marvel both poured out of San Diego Comic-Con because they're both doing their own uh, individual things. So mm -hmm. I know by at least September, we're definitely going to be getting some trailers and some announcements. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah, looking forward to that. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad things are just starting to get back to normal and really want just life to go back to normal. So we can go back to it's so hard to do a podcast when, when you know, the world's shut down and we can review movies as right. they come out. So. Well, hopefully we'll have something to uh, sink our teeth into soon. Yeah. And thank you all for, for, for you know, sticking around as we went through this pandemic and tried to find things. We, got, we went through our old catalog of old favorite movies and guys actually listen so we do appreciate you guys for that absolutely uh, listening to our banter for movies from 15 20 years ago <laughs> but we appreciate it so even longer than that yeah also we got a patreon now so we are up to three uh patrons so shout out to those three individuals i believe like 70 dollars a month so far so please uh sign up at any level for a monthly contribution and it will help us out tremendously so thank you to those three individuals and I am still currently working on additional content to put up for those uh, patrons. So, shout out to all of you guys. Uh, and yeah, please consider uh, signing up if you are a regular listener. Yeah, that's all I got, Eric. What, uh, anything else? No, sir. Just going to get back home and watch more YouTube videos and see where the rabbit hole takes me. Make sure to take plenty of notes so you can have a. Uh, Random 10-minute talk at the beginning of the episode. About oh, yeah, absolutely, weird man. Weird shit we discover on YouTube. I mean, I'm I'm down for anything. You know, what's really a good channel is Eons, uh, PBS Eons. They give you a lot of information about, like, when penguins used to have flight, when, you know, dinosaurs did X, Y, and Z or whatever. There's one uh, video about when, the, uh, when it rained for 2 million years. Impressive. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, I will say I'll give a recommend recommendation uh, for a YouTube channel called Oversimplified. It's basically history. They do big chunks of history broken down with animation. I used to watch, uh, what was it? Extra credits? No, no, no. Drunk. Drunk history? Drunk history. I was obsessed with that last year. I really did like that. But right now I like uh, Townsend's. It's a guy who basically go talks about 17th and 18th century cooking and uh some things that practices went on in the 18th and 17th century that's really interesting as well so a uh, very nice man who has a very soft loving voice so it's like it just pulls you in <laughs> because he's so likable he's like mr rogers basically and uh you know he provides some education and stuff like that so you know just some youtube channels to you know, check out if you guys have the time. Yeah, absolutely. And as always, uh, be sure to like our YouTube channel, which we will start putting content on eventually. Eventually. Time. Eventually, yes. One of these days. Mm -hmm. uh, once I have more time. But it's coming. Uh, yeah, that's all we have for today's episode. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us through our Monday New Year Reviews. I am your host, J.M. Banks. And I'm Eric Hawthorne. Yeah, so you all tune in next time, and we will catch you all later. Stay blessed and stay safe.